Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Chris, how are you? Good, Rob. How are you today? Good. We got a kind of a light set of topics to cover today, but I like them nonetheless. Um, you're out at E3, or are you covering a little E3 Nintendo action? What do you have for us? Yeah, I was covering uh, E3 um, Monday and Tuesday, and Nintendo's announcement, as it's been in the past, is kind of passe. But I think some of the bigger things are are that it's really continuing to push with this Amiibo trend, which if you're not familiar with what Amiibos are, they're basically uh, dolls that you can uh, input into your Nintendo 3DS or the, or the Wii U, and they give you, um, you know, special powers or they help your characters grow. So it's been a, another way for Nintendo to get a couple bucks out of its, you know, rabid fan base, and it's something different. You know, you've seen a lot of these companies – like uh, Disney, uh, Lego, and Time Warner are doing it. You know, they're doing, they're kind of following on this trend with their own version of Amiibos. So I think it's something that Nintendo has shown that's innovative, um, even though you know it's not, you know, this enormous, you know, new game or new platform. But it's something that's interesting and appeals to to a whole bunch of people. Okay, um, are you actually at E3, or did you actually go to E3? No, I was not at E3. I'm here in New York, uh, where I, we're right outside the New York Stock Exchange, and the big thing going on today is Fitbit's IPO. So, I, so we were worrying about Fitbit's IPO, but no, I'm not at E3 today. Okay, I'm just curious. What do you think about the Fitbit IPO? You know, uh, at the at the offering price, I was very bullish on it at close to $35 or wherever it's trading now. I'm a little less bullish on it just because I think you've seen so much of the run-up. Um, but I'm pleasantly surprised by the company's financials. You know, you see most tech companies when they go public, they've, they're nowhere near profitability. Their, their growth is slowing, um, and it's, you know, a concern for some investors. But Fitbit is just the opposite. You know, people are moving into wearable technology. People want to be healthier, and the company's profitable. So, you know, I've met James Park, the CEO. You know, I've interviewed him before. You know, I think he's got a vision um, to where he can take this company, but at the back of everyone's mind is what does Apple do? You know, you've seen Apple Watch come out. You know, we've seen some mixed reception to it, and it remains to be seen where Apple really takes this thing. But I think that's the big thing if you're an investor in Fitbit is 
what does Apple do? And if if it's not Apple, then who else? Yeah, there's some details uh, leaked already today about the next Apple Watch 2. Um, and I don't think it's a coincidence that it happened on the day that Fitbit IPO'd. Uh, I might be making up a conspiracy theory, but it is interesting that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous for Fitbit because I have a job owned up and I like it. But after a couple months, it quickly you're like, oh, I, I know what 15,000 steps feels like now. And maybe that's like that I'm going to have a little bit of I need more from it. So and that's where the, I think the watch has that you know sex appeal, so to speak, if it can, can keep developing features. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that's kind of what you know James Park, the CEO of Fitbit, has kind of touched on is okay. Well, now you have this device, and it can do some of these similar things, but where do, where do you go from here? And I think that's kind of where he's trying to take the company, but it's tough to compete with a company that has 190 billion dollars in cash, and you just raised. 700 million. I mean, it's like it's not, they're not even on the same planet, much less the same ballpark. Um, so ultimately, I think that Fitbit is going to be an, a niche product. Um, and if Apple really wants to crush this market, they will. Because, I mean, just by the law of large numbers, any company that has $190 billion in cash can do pretty much whatever the heck it wants. So pretty if it wants so. to go out and crush Fitbit or Jawbone or some of the other smartwatch makers or fitness wearable makers, it can just by the share of having so much money uh, on its balance sheet. So I'll be interested to see where Apple really takes this and, and, and Fitbit goes as well. Let's jump back to E3 coverage. Um, and you, you know, wrote a lot about Nintendo. Can they compete in the world of Sony and Microsoft as far as the gaming platforms, as far as you know, be profitable and not fail or not be seen as the the third player in a market of two? I don't think with the Wii U they're ever going to compete with the Xbox One or the PS4. I think Nintendo's hope for the console is its next console, which they codenamed NX. And unfortunately, we didn't get anything from Nintendo other than for them to say they're going to talk more about it next year. So I have no idea what they what their plans are for this whole platform. They've already shot down that it would be based on Android, but Nintendo tends to shoot things down and then they come out to be truer later. Do I think I don't think they're going to have something based on Android, but I'm really curious to see what they do with this new platform because the Wii was such an enormous success because it was so different than everything that you've seen that you'd seen before. And the Wii U tried to, to be a little bit more like an Xbox 360 or, or PS3 before the new systems came out. And Nintendo fans were not happy with it. I mean, sales have gotten better because they've improved some of the software titles and they're, they're starting to package it with software and they've cut the price. But it's not the monster hit that the Wii was. And I think it'll be really tough for Nintendo... To, to, to deliver that kind of hit. They've done it in the past with, obviously, with their first Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and N64. But people, it's a completely different time now. People use smartphones and tablets to play video games, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with their next console. Let's change the topic to Jurassic World. You've recently seen it, and you want to give us some thoughts on why we should see it. Yeah, I think Jurassic World is 
it, it appeals to everybody, you know, whether you're five years old or 105 years old. And judging by the receipts at the box office, everyone and their brother is seeing it. They've already done over half a billion dollars worldwide. They were the biggest opening in U.S. box office history and the biggest box office in international history. So, I mean, it, it seems like if you haven't seen it by now, you really should go see it just because everyone has seen it. And, I mean, who doesn't love dinosaurs? I know when I was a kid, I loved dinosaurs. I still love, you know, the mythology and, and reading about dinosaurs. And it's, it's it's an interesting thing to see on the screen, to see, you know, these dinosaurs in a, in a, a working amusement park. I mean, whether that really happens or not is anybody's guess. But, you know, it's something, you know, on the silver screen that takes you your mind away from daily troubles for two hours and it's a it's a fun popcorn movie. Yeah, um, I hear it's kind of got a, some sarcasm in it, some like pretty well written scenes where like, yeah, yeah, we're not impressed with dinosaurs anymore. Kind of undertone, and that's kind of reflects kids today. They walk around with iPads and iPhones, and uh, what was magical five ten years ago is just kind of accepted and norm now. So it, it's kind of got a statement on technology as well. Yeah, it definitely does. You see that. I mean. They talk about how attendance spikes at the park whenever they unveil a new attraction, but it's just like anything else in, in today's society. What have you done for me lately? So we're always, as a society, we're always demanding bigger, faster, and better, and, and the, the movie kind of pokes fun at society with that kind of theme and eventually how that runs amok in the park. Sounds good. Thanks for joining me today. That is Chris Siaccia. Tech editor with the street dot com. Tech editor with the street dot com. Talking a little Nintendo, talking a little Fitbit, and Jurassic World. Uh, he's got some articles at the street dot com. If you go to the site, uh, just type in his last name C I A C I. Speaking of C I A C I A, and uh, you'll pull it on up. And uh, as tech editor, it's a pretty cool job. So uh, it's the one thing in the world that I will certainly miss uh, as I grow old. I've already started to become jaded with technology. Citing an improving economy, the Federal Reserve signaled Wednesday, yesterday, that it's on track to raise historically low interest rates as early as September, but that rates would go slowly up, slower up than previously anticipated. Um, so she doesn't want to provide a roadmap, but Fed policymakers continue to expect federal funds rates to rise from fractions to maybe half of one percentage point by the end of the year, um, in line with their median estimate that they released in March. The Fed depicted an economy that largely has emerged from first quarter slump, but the weaker dollar is going to be very interesting. Um, so if you take a look at what happened right after the meeting, the dollar got weaker. And right now you're seeing companies like Oracle say, hey, the weaker dollar killed us. We wouldn't, we've earned more money. Um, so if you're fo focused on earnings per share for international companies, you had to like what happened as far as the weakness goes. But it also tells you that it's sending the message um, that Yellen thinks we're data dependent, and people think that we're going to keep money rates low. Um, so there's going to be no big run towards investing in the dollar and propping it up. Um, so that's what the investors were saying. It's tough to kind of manage talking about the dollar, but I do my best. Uh, Oracle made something pretty interesting in their conference call. 
they talked about how much money they make off of the cloud versus software licensing deals. Um, so they were pleased with their quarter. Yeah, I'm not so much. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Yeah.